there's zero chance those dogs have those sh- had their shots. Like we just assumed based on the house and where it was at, in the middle of nowhere, they're farm dogs. Like nobody's doing that. And then I never once thought about rabies. You know, like this could be bad. So I just, being a guy, let me give it some time. <laughs> This is the 2120 Podcast, where each week, two guys take an idea, an experience, or a topic that we're passionate about, and we talk about it with you for 20 minutes. So let me, let me paint you a picture. Picture is, it's Friday, beautiful bluebird skies, three guys riding their bikes on gravel roads. Two sounds guys, like a good day so like far. So far, so I good, like right? Uh, two guys leave their house from Des Moines. Uh, they're riding to Marshalltown. Uh, another guy is getting dropped off by his wife, and then they're going to bring basically the two back into Vinton and end in Vinton. So it's like a hundred and some miles for these guys. It's like sixty some miles for for me. Well, we did this the twenty third, uh, ripping past. Uh, farmhouse and three dogs come out of the, out of the around the side of the back of the house and they had an angle on us and uh, we were in a line of three and so we take off you know going and uh, you hear the first two dogs kind of try to make the turn and slide out because yeah, of the gravel wow. and then the third dog doesn't really slide out just locks up and he's basically on my wheel right now so I'm going to you know fast and you know trying to get away and I look back, and as I'm looking back, like the dog lunges, and mm-hmm. I get snipped on the leg. Okay. High thigh. So, <clears throat> obviously, we get past. We just keep riding, get out of the way. The dogs end up stopping, go back to their house, and, you know, we're kind of assessing the situation and looking at it from the standpoint of, okay, do we go back? What do we do? We're in the middle of nowhere. Um, you know, cell service is very spotty. Like, what should we do? So, I pulled up my, my cycling kit, and there was a puncture hole, you know, in my leg. It wasn't gushing blood it was bleeding a little bit but nothing crazy right okay so we're like okay i'm fine everything's good you look at the house and the house is kind of sketchy like it's not one of those houses that you go back and knock on a door um you know is it worth a, a bullet hole for a, a dog bite you know one of those or one of more those dog bites or even. more dog bites yeah. so we didn't know so we're like you know what i feel fine everything's good um let's just head back to town and we'll go from there so we head into town long story short we get back to my place you know, start cracking beers, and you know, we kind of just kind of forgot about it. And I pulled my my kit up on my my thigh, and it was dried blood. And mm-hmm. you know, the wife freaks out a little bit, and yep. we clean it up. And um, you know, my dad comes up, who's obviously law enforcement, and uh, well, did you call the cops? No, we didn't call the cops. Well, why didn't you call the cops? Well, we just didn't think. I mean, just didn't think, right? We were out riding a bike. I felt fine. It's 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 all going to be fine. We're we're okay. Well, fast forward in life, and like the, it starts to heal. Everything's good. It's going away. Um, this last weekend, uh, we went out and rode on Sunday. Rode, rode pretty hard. We had a nice headwind, and it was kind of a rough day. And uh, Monday, I was just I was knocked down. Uh, hmm. Didn't want to like I got up, but I just I wanted to go right back to bed. I wanted to sleep. I just felt like somebody just beat the crap out of me. Um, you know, just thought maybe it was MS related. Maybe I'm just tired. I just need to just relax a little bit. I pushed really hard on Sunday, worked on the trailer, did some other things. I'm just gonna take a break today and, and mm-hmm. relax. Well, it didn't get any better. It, you know, it just kind of just kept getting worse. Um, and Danielle being the wife, which you know how wives are, you need to go to the doctor, you need to go to the doctor, you need to go to the doctor. And you know how guys are, nope, I'm not going to the damn doctor. Right. I'm fine. I'm gonna live forever. This is all good. So finally, she's like, I scheduled an appointment, you're going to the doctor. 
So um, went to the doctor and, you know, like there was a bunch of other things. Like I, it hurt when I peed. It hurt. I mean, it just my body just ached lower back. And like all these things are just like, man, something is not right. I'm going to be fine. I'm going to live forever. So it's not that big of a deal. So I start researching dog bites. You know, obviously you go to the internet and that's the hole you don't want to go down because it tells you like you're going to die the next day. Yeah. So I find out that, you know, part of the dog bite is rabies, which uh, that's a bad thing. You don't want to get rabies. Yeah, I've heard that. Yeah. And then there's like, there's a trickle down. There's like the next (laughs) thing below that that's like bad too. But I'm reading some of these things and like urinary tract infection, that's part of a bacterial thing that could be caused by a dog bite. And there's a, there's a chance that, um, you have you could have this and you, you know aches and pains joint pain all, hmm. like the stuff that I'm experiencing I'm like dude I, ha- I have to go to the doctor I'm like not to give Daniel any credit but like she's smart she, she <laughs> told me I need to go to the doctor <laughs> so he schedules me an appointment I go to the doctor clinic yesterday and do all these tests pee tests no urinary tract infection so like high five she goes well that's, that's the good news the bad news is I need you to start the rabies protocol hmm. And it's like, mm. you hear the word rabies and you go, what? You know, like, seriously? And she's like, yep. And I go, what does that consist of? And it's it's a series of shots over the next 28 days where it's not it's not easy. It's not pleasant. Um, but they can't do it at, at Vinton. So I'm like, okay, where do I go? Well, you have to go to, you have to, go to Cedar Rapids. So I go to Cedar Rapids. Uh, ER. And this is where, like, communication, like, the, this is where I start seeing things and hearing things. And obviously it's, it's awkward. Danielle's freaking out. Like she's reading the internet about rabies and how you lose your mind and how it basically just kills you. And like, she's getting emotional on the phone thinking that I'm losing my mind. I'm going to, I'm going to be dead, you know? And I'm, t- I'm telling her like, I'm fine. This is going to, this is all going to be good as I'm driving to Cedar Rapids. Yeah. So I go to the yeah. ER, check in where I'm supposed to. And I said, Hey, my name is so-and-so I was called. You should have received a call. Yep. You're in the wrong spot. Let's get you around the corner. So they send me around the corner to a different spot. To the rabies quarantine yeah, area. I wish it was called that. That'd be so much easier. <laughs> go around the corner, and there's another set of you know um, windows that you go up and talk to some some ladies. And it's all social distancing, so like you have to wait on your block sure. and, and do this. And everybody's wearing masks. And my first time ever being in a, in a hospital since this has all gone down. So it's kind of just kind of weird just seeing yeah. everything and interacting. So I start making my way through that line, get to the front of the line, explain to her who I am, why I'm here. You should have got a phone call from you know this, this hospital. Yep, sorry, sir, you're in the wrong spot. You need to go back over this other way. So, well, that's just where I came from. That's where I was told I needed to go, but you need to go over there. Nope, I'm sorry. Let me walk you over. So they walk me back to where I started, and I start talking to the lady again, and I'm like, I sit back here. I don't know what's going on. Okay, yep, uh, wrong spot. Let's get it figured out for you. And as we're talking about this, this lady that sent me over there pokes her head back in. She goes, I'm so sorry. You need to go upstairs. It's the fourth floor. It's this infusion center. This is where they take care of you. I completely apologize. Wow. No big deal. Okay. So I go back again, walk down this long hallway that I thought would never end, get up to the fourth floor. No, they're not walking you there. No, I'm, I'm this like, time. you're on your own. I'm free to find it. Like she gave me great instructions how to get there all the way down the hall. So, yeah. You know, elevator C, <clears throat> fourth floor. You're good to go. Yeah. Pop out. Walk down to this infusion center, and there's a woman behind the desk, and she's got a full, you know, gown and mask and shield and all this stuff on there. And I explain to her like what I'm do- what I'm doing, and she's like, "Well, I don't know why they sent you here." Oh no! And I, I just you smiled. gotta be kidding me. And I have a mask on, so like she can't see that I'm smiling, but like inside, I want to fight somebody. Right? Uh-huh. And I'm like, yeah. "Okay, what's what's going on? Like, what do I need to do? Well, who are you?" And I start explaining to her who I am, and she types in the system. Nothing in the system. 
So then she gets up and she walks in the back of the room and she f- talks to some people back there. Anything from uh, rabies, blah, blah, blah. And you hear them say, no, nothing. So she comes back out and she goes, well, they shouldn't have sent you here. You need to go to the ER. That's where they do the first round of shots. Like where I For was, where I was like early, early in the oh day, my like goodness. right there. So I'm like, all right, so let me call downstairs just to make sure everything's good. So I call down and she kind of, like, she's explained to them in a nice way that you sent them, this guy to the wrong area. He's coming back down, ready to go. So down this hallway again that would would never end, back in the elevator, down to the first floor, through this other spot, back, back to the ER. And there's now a woman behind the counter that sees me. And the woman that told me I was in the wrong spot, this nurse, like, I think kind of knows like, hey, I'm like, I, we kind of screwed up. So now like they're they're just great. Hey, you're are you so and so? Yep, we have your stuff right here. Let's get you, let's just get you going. Please have a seat right here. Perfect. It's like I'm I'm finally in the right direction. They're finally in the right seat. I should have been here 20 minutes ago. All of a sudden, the door opens up, and there's this gentleman in the door with all kinds of luggage, and he's talking to a nurse about how he has voices in his head and the medication that this place gives him causes these voices and I'm thinking oh my gosh this is not what I need right now this guy's gonna go crazy this is our healthcare like it's it's mass cast I mean they're super they're slam jammed with people and I'm the only guy in the room it's all these you know women nurses people sitting that are you know there's an old lady next to me like there's nobody like if this guy goes off (laughs) like what am I gonna do throw the old lady in front of the guy like like, it's me you know So I'm looking at this going, okay, like, how's this going to play out? And this woman looks at me and he goes, you know what? Let's, let's get you moved. Like, cause I think she started seeing like something was kind of triggering in this reaction in him. So she moved me to a different office down, you know, right outside the door, you know, and as I'm sitting there, um, I hear him talking about the, the stuff and these suicidal tendencies and all of a sudden I'm going, Oh my gosh, like this is what our world is right now. Like I'm mm, seeing it. I, I right. see it on TV. I'm hearing about it, but now I'm experiencing it firsthand. Right. And then the cops start showing up. And I'm like, okay, cops are here. Like, we should be good. And long story short, they end up escorting this guy to a different area of the store, and he was gone. I don't know what happened. But it just it, like, what got me thinking was I'm in a spot where I'm at an ER. It's not good. Like, I don't know what's going to happen. I'm getting shots. I might have, like, rabies is the word they've been using. You know, all these terrible things. And because of poor communication, like, I'm getting shuttled around to areas where if they just would have taken some more time, asked some more questions, found out exactly like what I need, we could have solved the problem. But I think too many times we just, the hustle and bustle of our work, our life, we just think we know and go, yep, you need to go over here, sorry. And they, they don't ask any more questions and they just pass you off. And then I come back and you see like the look of like, oh shoot, I screwed up in her eyes. Like I should have maybe asked more questions. And then they were great after that. Like the nurse in, um, that checked me in, she was fantastic. The guy that gave me all the shots was, he was amazing. Like, he talked about cycling and, um, you know, Rag Brian. I was riding all this stuff. So, like, there was connections there. But, man, like, if I would have had all those connections from walking into the ER to leaving the ER, getting five rabies shots yesterday wouldn't have been a bad deal. But just that one little blimp in time where it was like, dude, do I, I'm just going to leave. Yeah, it was a train wreck. It's, it's a mess right now. Mm-hmm. I could have left and, be, and been done, but I'm already there. I got to get this figured out. Um, and I was like, I was calm and everything was good. But imagine someone that's not calm or someone that's like, in, like I was in pain. I was just not feeling the best. Imagine like if it's a, truly an emergency and they're shuffling you from room to room to room trying to get you figured out. Uh, so I just kind of sparked a, a thought in my head that you, you, 
we, we talk about how important communication is, but do we really know how important communication is? Hmm. Yeah, the word that comes to mind as you say all of those things is just systems. Yeah. That, that was a system failure. 100%. And <clears throat> some of it was with technology, right? You oh, weren't in the sure. system. Some of it was with people. Some of it was with the combination of how people use that technology and how communication actually should flow. And I imagine, actually, I know this to be true, that we have some people in healthcare administration that listen to this podcast. They're probably going, I know exactly how that happens. Yeah. We see this all the time. The good news is, is they're really sharp people. So they're going to help figure that out. And yeah. they probably work for that same you know, conglomerate of, 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 of that business. So... Man, that that's um, I, I'm going to commend you on on your patience. <laughs> I'm still alive. Well, first, yeah, think, commend you on living, I'm right? Still, Surviving, yeah, I'm still here. Right? Yeah. Great story, by the way. Like, first of all, I kind of got caught up in, in your, you know, you're talking about the communication thing and the failure that you had there, and then also, you know, the good things that happened out of it. But holy crap, you got bit by a dog. Yeah, and you have a puncture wound and you get home and you're drinking beers, laughing about your day and having a good time. And you're like, Oh yeah, I got bit by a dog. Did it never occur to you that you might need to get rabies shots prior to that? Yeah. We talked about, like we made a comment on (laughs) on the bikes. Like there is zero chance. Those dogs have those, have their shots. Like we just assumed based on the house and where it was at in the middle of nowhere, they're farm dogs. Like nobody's doing that. And then I never once thought about rabies, you know, like this could be bad. So I just, being a guy, let me give it some time. <laughs> let me, let me, if, if I start foaming, let I'll me, know. Yeah, right? let me clean up the wound a little bit. Yeah. Let me make sure it's good. And literally a couple of days passed and like it started to you know, like go away and it was looking great and it wasn't infected and all these things that you just look at and go, I'm heading down the right path. Well, the problem is it's a puncture. So if there was something, it's now inside your body yeah. making your way through your and body. And punctures don't bleed see. well. No, they don't. So I, I, took, I took something that didn't look very bad yeah. and, and said, okay, it's not bad. So I'm going to be fine where now you fast forward to this last week where I, you know, I, I feel like shit, you know, I just, I'm not, I'm not my normal self right now. So I'm really intrigued though. A couple things here. Can we talk about the shots? Because, yeah. because I've never, this is my first experience of talking with somebody who's actually gone through this. It's only been in TVs and shows and movies that I've ever heard about this. Yep. So, so tell us, tell us a the, little bit about that experience. What, well, what's it like? There's the tetanus shot because I was never, I wasn't up to date on my tetanus because yeah, nice. are you up to date on yours? Probably not. Yeah. So like I got a tetanus shot. Um, those suck. <laughs> They're not, I mean, I, I didn't feel it go in, but like four or five hours later, like those my hurt. arms I started to hurt yeah. and like it was, it was, it was a little awkward. Yeah. And then the uh, rabies protocol is a cocktail of blended drugs based on how how big you are so small kids get like a little half a vial it's a little one injection a guy that's my size i ended up having three shots and then one vaccine to get me started because i was they they had to to mix the drug and that took that took over an hour so it wasn't like you just show up and like oh we got it right here on file let's just shoot you up with it the pharmacy had to make it and then bring it over to me so i'm sitting in you know this doctor's office or this emergency room basically and just chilling until this this cocktail shows up and the guy that comes in and he was great like he was fantastic and um you know where, where do you want them and i said well what do we need to do he goes well we'd like to put two at least in the wound 
and then I can put one in, I can put them anywhere else you want. I said, okay, well, let's get that knocked out. So I pulled out my leg and or my clothes, and he shot two in my my wound on my thigh and put one in on my butt, put one in the top of my hip, and then one in my arm, and banded bandaged me up, and I, I was I was good to go. Um, you know, the cool thing was the anytime there's a dog bite, the hospital files a report, which I didn't file a report. Like I didn't, we weren't trying to get these dogs in trouble. Like we get it. Like we were farm dogs. They're out running. They see us when like they're on a road that doesn't get highly traveled. Maybe they're playing. Who knows? Like I don't, I don't want these dogs to get hurt or anything like that. And she comes in with this report that I have to fill out. I'm like, what's this for? She goes, well, we have to file a report with the, with the county. And I said, well, it's not, wasn't in this county. So long story short, fill out this report. Uh, they get in contact with the county that it happened in. I had a waypoint that my buddy had sent me of the house. Um, you know, the, the good news is a deputy went to the house, knocked on the door. The owners came out, saw the dogs. Um, the deputy believes it wasn't a bite. That may have been the dog's claw that got me. He says, this dog's paw was just massive. Hmm. So he goes, maybe like when the dog lunged at you, just it, it punctured you and got you that way. Um, you know, he, he asked me, you know, can you confirm it was a dog bite? And I said, well, no, I didn't like stop to check, like to look back. Like I was trying to get out of the way. So I, I can't confirm that. So maybe it wasn't a dog bite. Maybe it was just a puncture from this, from this claw. Um, but it felt like a pinch and it like, I've never been bitten by a dog. So I can't, I have nothing to base it on, you know? So like long story short, if this all turns out to be just a claw and that's all it was. And I have, I have this, you know, rabies protocol will all be good. But, um, obviously the dog's been there for a while the dog wasn't foaming at the mouth. The dog was in good spirits. So all signs point to me being okay. We just had to get this figured out right now because right now I just am tired. And yeah. Not me. So. Yeah. And so you mentioned it and, and you've talked about it before on the podcast. You do have MS. Yeah. And so let's, let's take it back to the whole communication thing and the, that system. That, that's always one of my big fears is like, do you know all of the other things that I'm on? Like, do, do you understand my entire history before we start going into this protocol? I assume, we always assume they do that. Um, did you have confidence in that? Yeah, no, the nurse that I had that checked me in, she was fantastic. Like, she was very <laughs> thorough. Yeah. You know, she was the, like the mom, you know, she, she knew this sucked. Like, she's here to help me. Like, that's what you want when you're not feeling the best. You, know, you want something that takes care of you. That's why you got to love those. Yeah, she the was people so good. that are are in that profession are incredible people. Yeah, and you know she was just she asked the right question. She yeah. took the time. Um, she you know she was very inquisitive about some of the things that were happening. And um, but no, yeah, I, I had zero zero um, concerns that it was going to be anything problems on on that end. You know, then I got home and talked to my wife and. You, well, you need to call your MS doctor and get this done. Good so advice, yeah. I'm like, yep, I'll get to it when I get to it. And she's like, no, you need to do it now. Mm-hmm. You know, like, see, I like Danielle's urgency. Well, and that's and I, I I'm I'm tons of full of urgency, I know. but I, I I will tell you right now, there's a good chance that I would be dead or somewhere else <laughs> if I didn't have Danielle in my life because she she totally takes care of me. But yeah, so I emailed my my um, nurse that handles all the MS stuff, and she got back, started asking some questions, and it was after five o'clock, so it was just like it was it was done, but. I'll get a, e- or a text back or email today from her. But, um, yeah, like right now it just, I'm just tired. It hurts when I pee, you know, so we're tr- still trying to figure those things out. We started out when we sat down today. You didn't have your customary coffee. There's a giant bottle of like, like, core water here. Yeah. And uh, I knew, so it says perfectly balanced, pH purified water. I knew there was something different. Yeah, I need my coffee. I miss my coffee. But until I, until I know I can 
have coffee and till my pee stops hurting. I need to drink small things of well, water. This po- yeah, yeah. Well, if anything, you know, uh, Core just became a sponsor of episode 39. <laughs> Thank you, Core, for taking care of me. <laughs> That's fantastic. But, you know, you know, if we need to wrap up, it was just one of those things where, man, a dog bite, you know, like just looking at it being the stupid, you know, standpoint of I'm tough, I'm indestructible, I'm going to be fine, nothing's ever going to hurt me, this dog is fine, to now fast forwarding in time going, man, I wish I would have acted sooner. Cause I've, I, I've been on vacation all week. Sure. You know, I should be riding a bike across the state of Iowa right now for pre-ride. And, um, the sickening feeling I got is if we do would have had pre-ride, I, I'd be miserable all week. And that, that's not fair. And it's not fair to my family who I'm at home with them and I'm on the couch sleeping when they're out playing. Yeah. So, well, you might've been on pre-ride feeling miserable and getting sicker too. Yeah. You know, like this is good. It worked out. So, it worked out. uh, I guess the challenge is, you know, when something is wrong, go get it taken care of. And it's easy, you know, for me to say that now because I'm getting it taken care of, but it's also super easy to say, yeah, I'll be fine. I'll live forever. I'll be fine. I'll be fine. All right. Well, I'm Matt. I'm Jim. See you next week. Well, we hope you enjoyed this episode of the 2120 podcast. Hey everyone, this is Jim and Matt and I want to ask you for a favor. If you've gotten something out of these conversations, if you've been entertained or maybe you've learned something valuable that will help you improve or your business improve, then the best way to pay us back is to like this podcast, give us a review, and let others know about it. And that will help us fuel our fire to keep going and keep bringing you awesome content. We'll see you next time.